Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, episode 83, the podcast that looks at tech under the hood. I'm your host, Owen Williams, and joining me today is your co-host, Frederica Motti. I am back. And we're going to talk about tech and stuff. Yes. So, it's been a while. When did we last sit in the same room? It was a few weeks ago, right? Um, I skipped last time because I was visiting my hometown, which was nice. great. Fun. Um, so, I think the week before that. Ah, and it okay. was was that the comeback episode yeah, after, after our big one break month away. yeah <laughs> everybody's been away and stuff uh but it's nice i feel like i'm just like trading places with uh you two at yep. the moment so uh one day you'll get one with zach and frederica and not me i swear yeah that would be so fun I, you actually oh, you maybe you should do it next week yeah we can try yeah because oh. i'll be in london Although I th- feel like Zach also might be in London, so it might be just the Frederica podcast. <laughs> Hello, friends. And <laughs> Rachel Nederland's podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It would actually be kind of funny to release, like, a gag episode where it's, like, just completely in Dutch. And they're, and people from the U.S. are like, what? Why? What have I done? The locale is wrong. Okay. Yeah. Um, but let's just so watch. where is Zach today? Zach is preparing for his Halloween party. I'm very excited I'm about so his excited. Halloween. He's been... I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it. He's just been spending a lot of time really going all in on this stuff. He's yeah, I know, video, I know. Like, oh, my I'm, God. I'm very excited because... Uh, Do you have a good costume? Oh, my God. I think it's good. Are mostly, you a costume person, Owen? I'm not really very good at this stuff. However, um, a friend of mine... And I decided to do it together. Okay. Uh, so we're, yeah, we're going to, I can spoil it because it'll be after, this will be released. I don't think Zach will listen to this until after the thing. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, so it's kind of lame. Okay. But it's also kind of amazing because the <laughs> outfits are hilarious. We're going as like Super Mario and Luigi, <laughs> elaborate as fuck edition. <laughs> and like, it's Mac as well. So yeah. it's like two Kiwis. Nice. One Mario. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, so that, I actually think it'd be really fun. We got like the hat and gloves and moustaches. But the funniest thing is I got it on Amazon and the listing uh, name yeah. is obviously they can't call it Super Mario. So they call it Super Blommer Man. <laughs> I was, like, Did you see really... this threat about this? I love it so oh, much. It makes me so happy. Um, and we were actually planning because we had been planning like a duos thing for a while and we were thinking about going in Fortnite they have this default character and like every kid knows this one but it was really hard to get a costume except from China so yeah, 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 I'm yeah, very yeah. sad um, so do you know Dr. Izumi yeah. from Maniac yeah that's gonna be my costume oh my god <laughs> I'm so excited this show is great by the way I know I, I know. saw the ads for it and I was like uh, I, like Netflix is like burned me to the point that i can't tell if stuff is good anymore like because yeah. the covers always look elaborate this one is so good yeah and i also really like that they're kind of the living in an alternative world well also the ad buddy thing is like i love everything about this like somebody has to sit next to you and read ad copy to you in the real world to pay for things yeah how is this not a thing almost like i almost yeah. could imagine it it's so yeah. well done. When she decides that she can bring her on a trip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. You should, you should watch this if you're listening. Um, it's a new miniseries from Netflix with Emma Stone and Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, yes. Um, um, it's fucking great. I'm really happy that's a miniseries, though. Yeah, me too. I feel like it's usually a big commitment. Yeah. Anyway, I got my costume. 
exciting. From so that we'll show. put photos somewhere. I don't know on yep. the internet. Um, so we'll probably be very drunk. Yes. So. <laughs> don't drink, kid. Kids, don't drink. Okay. Oh, do do well, whatever do, you want. Do what you please. So we're going to talk about things like tech. Um, the first thing I think you actually have a great topic that we maybe we should start with. So for all the nerds. All them nerds. <laughs> which is everyone in the audience, probably. <laughs> Hello. I um, actually heard that people like that this is not completely down the rabbit hole of mm, nerdery. So. True. And I, I guess it's not because it's also pop culture in a way. Yep. Anyway, Memes. let's cut to the chase. Um, maybe you've seen uh, the, uh, the ancient ad of the first iPod ever. The, the really weird, like... The way they introduced it, right? Yes. Yeah. So it has been going around Twitter, Twitter lately because it's, what? It, what is it, like 13 years ago since it launched? Wait, what year was that? 2001. Oh, it's longer than that. 17. 17. Okay, oh my God, sorry, I'm so sorry. old. 17 years. Yeah. Um, wow, there was like seven years between the iPod and the iPhone. That's mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. Um so next to the fact that the commercial's very cringy and it looks like Gavin Belson... <laughs> from, from, oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. From Silicon Valley. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, um, we'll embed it in the show notes so you can just click it. Yeah, it's really funny. It's really, yeah. Interesting. Things were different then. Yeah. But what I really, like, we talked about this a little bit before the show, but, like, this is a thing that people revisit sometimes. It's the original 2001 Mac Rumors forum th thread. Wow. I can't thread. believe that's been around that long. Yes. I was also like, wow. this and it's is still online. Can you imagine? Like, I mean, you cannot really go back to Twitter comments from like 20 years ago. Even like five years ago, I deleted it. Yes. But like, <laughs> there's going to be a time where we can like back search our lives. I miss forums. Yeah, me too. I really do. Especially like anonymous forums. Like, not like... And not like I don't miss the modern anonymous forums. Yeah. But I miss the old days where people weren't dicks. Yeah. Well, like, they were dicks. Oh, they were. They were. But to you be moderators fair, and stuff. To be fair, they were fucking dicks. I I was actually kind of shocked by the <laughs> amount of not nice people were yeah. on the forums. Anyway, people had like names like Nico Boss or what's another one? Guest. <laughs> Guest. <laughs> Up dog. Oh wow. And Black Peter. What? Really? Yep. No. Yeah. I'm not joking. This oh. is a person on Mac Rumors. From 2001. Anyway. Yes. Anyway, um, it made me realize this one thing that's pretty interesting. Um, we've always been negative about new tech, right? And you can see it right here. There's one person that says, I have no use for MP3 player. <laughs> My house has a CD player. My car has a CD <laughs> player. My Mac has a CD player. I don't use headphones. I need round holes, not square holes. I'm wondering what he means by that. I know, and also, I don't use headphones. Yeah. Who's, who says that? And then he's like, for $99, I might buy the toy, but for $3.99? To be fair, $3.99 is a high price. It's but also, back then it was a stretch. It was yes. crazy back then. But it made everyone want it more. And that's basically also Apple's strategy in a way as well. Yeah, Apple's <clears> strategy <throat> has always been like making the price not irrelevant. But it's so funny because someone says, doesn't a Mac with a CDR undermine the need for most of this? <laughs> and I think if you like make Mac and CDR into blanks, you can basically 
like swap them around for yeah. a million Well, the things. best example I can think of, there's so many of these kinds of threads, but the Dropbox example is my favorite. If you, yeah. we'll, put, we'll link both of these because these are worth reading. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, I hate being any sort of commentator because of this. Like yeah. any comment I make can be used against me and probably will. And it's kind of also fine because you're right sometimes. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't really matter if you're right or wrong. Yeah, Dropbox was released, I think it was 10 years ago. I can't remember exactly. Um, and they it's a Hacker News, uh, sorry, not Hacker News. It's a Y Combinator company. And they the guy, um, I think it's Drew Houston, submitted it to Hacker News as Show Hacker News. And it was named something else. It was like Filebox or uh, some ridiculous thing. Yeah. And the, he's like, oh, this it's is like where a, Silicon Valley is based on yeah. as well, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's literally like, all it was back then was file sync, right? Like it doesn't do any of the shit that it does now. And the first comment on it is, why would anybody need this? I have a USB stick. And yeah. I'm like, oh. like it, it's it's funny how hindsight is like, duh, because you like internet. But it's also because things around it progress. Obviously, I yes. mean, um, we couldn't really see a world where we would use more space than would fit on a floppy disk. I mean. Things fucking change. Yeah, so I think that's true. Like, I literally, when I was a kid, I used floppy disks in school and, like, we learned about them and, like, whatever. And we used it for, like, our Word documents, like the dot yep. doc, not dot doc X, which yeah, is the yeah, new yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how to open that anymore. Somebody sent me a doc X the other day and I found out that Windows comes with Office. <laughs> I was like, what do I do with this? And double clicked it and it opened. Wow. I was like, oh my God, it's a file. Yeah. It, wait, it doesn't have a URL. <laughs> Oh. Uh, but back then, I would like put them on a floppy disk and write like school assignment. Or yeah. it's so weird to think. And then CD ROMs became a thing. I burnt my. Actually, there's this thread that's going around right now on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, but it's a young teenage girl tweeting, "How did people burn CDs? I don't understand yeah. what oh, it yeah. means. I know. Do they literally burn them?" And I was like, "What?" So, but what what I think realized because of this thing is that um, sometimes especially in tech and in tech journalism, sometimes we tend to forget, and especially people that use a lot of tech and love mm. tech um, and has have it like basically as a hobby, mm -hmm. they tend to forget that for most people who don't have tech as a hobby, they don't care about what it is they have. Mm. They care about what they can do. It's basically yes. the thing where um, people didn't want a car they wanted a faster horse yeah so in in that theory we don't want a computer we like there if we don't like we, we basically don't want the computer um if we can do all the things without yeah. the thing yeah so this is also what i think the google home station pod whatever. home hub home hub that's yeah, home it. station pod i like yes. that name that should be the bigger version <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to solve as well because yeah. like it to be honest like my mom still has a computer but her computer is definitely 10 years old yeah she uses it to print stuff right yeah it's her computer yeah. it's her printer basically my mom uses her computer to do excel yeah that's pretty much and then it. sometimes she goes on pinterest but like honestly she could do with an ipad yep and my gra my can. grandma never owned a computer. She just went to iPad. Nice. Um, she knows almost better how to use it than yeah. I do. It's kind of nuts. Um, so my my grandma never wanted a computer. Yeah. And she never had one because Funny. she got to like skip it. But like, um, it's an interesting example because I think we were like even struggling to understand Facebook's like the Facebook portal thing. Yeah. And then it's like 
well, nobody. Maybe people do want something with a camera on it in their kitchen. So that my they grandma can call. would love that. Yeah, it's easy. You can call her. It's it's a direct I to, portal. I have to say that's what I love about this thing, though. The Facebook one is so blatantly like old people will like this a lot, but we're not going to directly address that. Yeah, uh, and that they kind of obviously go after this demographic. It kind of makes it seem insulting. I I almost was like, oh, I don't think so. I think it's nice. It's a thing you can do as yeah. as your for your grandma yeah. to be more in touch with her and she would yeah. love it. Like, but I just didn't like the insinuate. Like, it felt like they were insinuating. It's like, old people don't know how to use things. Well, they don't. They and they don't, don't want to. Yeah, that's true as well. So my grandma, when she touches a computer, because my grandpa used to have a computer, yeah, um, she's just scared that she will break something. Yeah, my grandma, last time I was in New Zealand... And she will do stupid to shit to it too. Very often. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So I had... My grandma was like, I have a problem with my computer. I'm like, okay, what? I don't know how to, I don't know. It's like, I think it was installed office. I don't know how to do it. I'm too scared. And I assumed that she meant like it wasn't working or there was some error. I drive like four hours so far and she actually hadn't tried. <laughs> she didn't even, I was like, grandma, did you put like, what? what's wrong? Like I always ask this, like, okay, what do you want? Like, what's the end goal here? She's like, oh, I want office installed. And I'm like, okay. So did you put the CD in? What happened? And she's like, no, I didn't do that yet. Yeah, but that's the that's the thing. That's that's why it's such a good solution because Mm -hmm. we can't even go to the mindset that they must have with this tech. Yeah, absolutely. Something like that could bridge it, and so like it real made me realize that um, I am always skeptic about things like the Facebook portal thing and and like the Google Home Hub thing, and they might not be for me, and I don't need them in my life we're almost watching it too much like we're seeing too many of these products that we are skeptical by default as well yeah and and also kind of dismissing the fact that there is a lot of people that really need this stuff and that will make their life better oh interesting yeah it is an interesting consideration it's like you basically end up like writing it off because who needs that yeah but actually like i actually think google home and alexa are great examples of devices that even like surprised me yeah. Like, I didn't get one at first, and then people love it. Yeah, and, and then on the other side, I'm like, oh, fuck, we're, we're letting these companies charm us. I know. <laughs> you well, know? They, everything is adorable and, like, sneaking into the house and, like... But then again, that's also a stance that's not new. You see this in the, the iPod thread, but you also saw this when newspapers became a thing. You, saw, Ooh, you know, yeah. like, this has been, like, everything a universal thing. Like, yeah. And I think it's also important to not be as... Like, to not be scared about everything all the time because it's new. Because then we will become our grandparents at some point. Oh, interesting. We will. Yeah. But, like, let's keep an open mind sometimes. Interesting. I, I never thought about that. It's like that weird... Yeah, it's it's. I find that hard to walk that line also between, like, being skeptical of it and also just, like, do we need this? Yeah. So if, a... if we'll stay the, the person that's yeah. like, I love my computer. My computer is great. In 10 years, we'll be conservative. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I never thought of that. It's very and sad. You could actually argue that it's already conservative to have a computer. Yeah, I think uh, the only reason, like, for the majority of people, I tend, even I use a tablet at home most of the time. Like, I think mostly outside of the workplace or doing work, Yeah. people don't care anymore. Like, it just doesn't, it used to be like, I remember I got a laptop just for home, like, when laptops became a thing, it's like, I can use this around the house. Oh, my God. Like, I uh, didn't even use it at work. Yeah. And now it's the thing that I use for work. And then I don't want to use a serious situation. 
unless I'm working. Yeah. It's interesting to consider. I don't know. I also think you're right. Like a lot of the time we're quick to write off this stuff. Um, I think. Yeah, because I we can. Yeah. And I genuinely think that like the reason that I like, I ordered a home hub, actually the Google one it should arrive next week. I think actually it might've arrived already. I'm just picking it up in London because Google never releases stuff in the Netherlands. Wow. Um, but I actually do think it's one of these things where a lot of people wrote it off as, oh, but why do you need a thing like this in the kitchen? You have a tablet. I was like, no, the whole point is like tablets can move and they need charging. And like, yeah, it's like, it's a thing that sits there and it's there all the time. It's consistent. And people like that. Yeah. The photo for, oh my God, the reviews of that thing are crazy. They're like, it's the best digital photo frame. Even if you don't give a shit about anything else, just buy it for the photos. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, Yes. And it's funny because f for me, the first thing I think is like, oh, it's Google's way of having this tentacle in your house. Yeah. And they will like touch you with it. Like yeah. a little creepy. Yep. Some some dudes are going to connect to it. I just um, I just uh, spent a few days talking about the Internet of Things at an event in um, Paris. And it is funny. Like we were trying to think of like all the bad things that could happen with it. And it is funny to imagine those things but when you when it comes down to it like what we came back to over and over again was like these companies are almost too dumb or like they're not actually capable of doing that because they don't like they're so disorganized that they can't even do anything with the data they collect half the time so but, yeah well, but like i was also thinking about that like it like it's also the big data problem right like yeah. if you have a fuck ton of data Good like luck. What are you going to do with it? It's aggregate. Like, that's what we came to is like, they're only, they're not interested in your data. They just want the conclusions from it. And that's a good, like, movement into um, this thing that happened today or yesterday, I guess. Um, it doesn't matter because you're listening to this in the future. Uh, where the New York Times wrote this story about this internet connected thermometer that's really popular in America. And my God, it's scary. So apparently, there's half a million of these out there in the market. Yeah. And it's. It's literally how you imagine it. It's a thermometer. It like has two parts. So like you can put it under your tongue and it, like the, the genuine improvement on it is there's a, another part of it. So you can see like the temperature without having to look on that thing. I always hated that. It's like you've got it in your mouth. You can't see your own temperature. It's a screen. <laughs> well, it's got a separate thing and it works with the app. Okay. Um, but the New York Times wrote that like it's been out for like a year or two. This company has existed for a while. And that they basically sold the aggregate data to a advertising company. Clorox bought it. So that's like the antibacterial wipes company. They bought it and then they, so it's aggregate data. They can't like figure out who's doing it, but it had zip codes in it. So they, what they did is who, like the zip codes that had a lot of these things yeah. or a lot of people with high temperatures, they started advertising their flu wipes in those neighborhoods to those people. And I was like, Oh my God, God, like, but and it's funny because now I try to look at things from the other side as well. It's also kind of handy. It's like, I mean, if I have the flu or if my whole house has the flu and I have like eight thousand kids, yeah. running around with their dirty ass fingernails, it's the most um, useful ad you can think of. Yeah, I want a discount on my yeah. flu wipes because I have the flu. Yeah, with I, it's a good Brazilian point. kids that aren't sick. Well, that's so that's actually like maybe a bigger discussion as well as like that's what I struggle with with the whole like debate about advertising and privacy and stuff is like, I think that. Um, you should know when you're buying it. That's the big problem with this. 
But um, yo, no, but like, how creepy would it be if the ad says, "Based on your temperature"? Hi, Federica. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing is like, it doesn't say outright how it knows. It well, just shows you this ad. Did you know? Okay, so we have this supermarket in the Netherlands called Albert Heijn. Uh, Do you have a bonus card? No, because I know exactly where this is going. You should tell why. Um, you can have a anonymous bonus card which is so what does it do sorry it, it is a it's a, a tiny thing that you plastic. have on your plastic thing that you have on your um uh, wallet of, or on your keys mm. it has a barcode on it and if you scan it you get discounts so you have yeah. like discounts every week blah 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 if you link it to your person you get yeah, like a, a profile on albert home yes or on facebook or whatever yeah. facebook connect i don't know gross i don't have it but apparently you get um personalized um yes uh discounts uh, discounts yes i've been shown this it's crazy yeah. like if you buy a lot of bananas it will offer you like two for one bananas thing is yeah it is crazy it is fucking creepy but then again i would love to have like the things that i like to eat for a discount yeah but that and that, but, but that's what they're not saying in the middle is they're you're getting the discount because they're collecting the data yeah <laughs> like they're, they're, nobody ever outright says that and that's maybe the issue that i is weird like at least so i can reconcile the um temperature one yeah because it's aggregate data based on zip code like this is yeah. just like basically like hammering like yeah. this is like the it's like uh taking a sledgehammer and trying to like yeah it's just like hit shotgun. one person like it's it's really broad and i'm kind yeah. of okay with that kind of thing i'm not okay with like albert hein can literally run a lookalike campaign on facebook which is just to be clear a lookalike campaign is like you collect all this data on specific people you anonymize it but you upload that audience so you want more people who do that shit basically yeah, and you upload like it and it, then it will like find more people who like bananas and that's what i don't like is it's very specific yeah um and to be completely clear though i hate bananas i oh, never yeah. eat them oh that's sad i like bananas i like apples more but i think uh, i have only ate one banana in my complete life what yes oh you're getting you're missing out um no i'm not let's talk about fruit another day yes um so the albert Hein thing is a really interesting example of this and also they do some really terrible behavioral nudging which is also what the Internet of Things does a lot of the time. So a lot of these things, uh, Albert Hein, you can get an anonymous card. So you can just, you get the one that like comes in the brochure so you can get the discounts. It used to be without an account. Now it works only temporarily without an account. No, So yeah, off. the new I've ones. I've been using it for... There's an Albert Hein near my house. They just changed the system where if you scan it and it hasn't been registered within 12 weeks, it just says, this is, uh, you need to link your account to use this. So now I just started like throwing them away and getting another one. Yeah. Um, because I don't, I, I like, I have no issue with it, but I don't want them to know. Like, no. I just don't, I, kinda, I don't see I the kinda, value. I kind of hate that they're making it like watertight. Like, yeah. Like, it's anti competitive practice. Don't also, have, like, like, a closed off system. It's really funny because um, the bonus card has been a thing for years. I mean, yeah. this has been a thing when I was a we kid. We had it in New Zealand. It's called Basically. coupon key card. Everybody has a concept so of this. So my dad was always like, I don't like shopping at Albert Heijn because I don't like the idea that you have to be part of this club to get discounts. Just and they're give getting me active the f- users. And like- just give me the fucking discount. And he's like, are they going to refuse me discount if I don't have their 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 thing yes yes well, <laughs> well actually for they, the longest time yeah. they, the person behind the till would be like oh i'll just yeah now they can't do it anymore they actually used to have one at my Albert behind they would have one like on a string there yeah so you could just use it 
but then they got in trouble at corporate, I assume, because it all went away. Yeah. Um, and, it, like, I always find those schemes so funny because they're very egotistic. Like, now I understand the linking of accounts and stuff because that's, like, a loyalty. Like, that's a way to get a whole, like, this is user uh, retention, whatever the fuck. But before, like, these coupon key cards are just, like, a shitty way to be like, hey, we have active users. <laughs> like, people are engaging with us. Like, it's just a marketing thing. Like, I hate that. Um, it's, it's all besides the point, I guess. Like, I think... This all comes back to the Internet of Things in a way because a lot of... So I have this um, smart switch that I bought specifically because... Um, what is a smart switch? So it's like it adds a little bit of smart to dumb shit. So you can just put it between your light and the wall. Oh, okay. And you that can turn sense. it on and off without having to buy an internet light. Yeah. Um, and the one I bought is this... It's like a TP link one. Uh, toilet random. paper link? Yeah, TP... Toilet paper link. I actually always think that. Um... But it uh, specifically does two things. It doesn't require being uh, on the internet. So it can just be on your Wi-Fi and only locally available, which is cool. That's pretty rare. And two, it doesn't require an account to use it. So yeah. you don't have to sign up. You can literally push like skip during setup until recently <laughs> when one day I logged in and I, d I think they're using this as an excuse. They're like GDPR is here and like blah, blah, blah. Now you need to make an account and like opt in. And I was like, bullshit. Actually, yeah. on a GDPR, you would have less obligations if I didn't... It's weird. Yeah. But it's unavoidable now. Like, it's the same thing. They're profiling you based on your Switch and shit. And it's just... I actually wrote something yesterday about this in general. It's like, I actually don't have a problem with a lot of this data collection. If you just say to... Like, if you just say to me up front, oh, yeah, like, your on-off data is going to be... Like, my Nest, actually, is a good example of doing this correctly. Nest, when you set it up, depending on where you're using it, tells you exactly how the data is used. So here in the Netherlands, they don't share anything. Yeah. In the US, they um, share aggregate data with the electricity utility so they can understand demand. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Just tell, like, give me the three things. Yeah. Like, I don't care. And that's the problem is uh, if you buy, and like long term, I think we really have to do something about this because uh, if you buy any device in the next five years, I think soon on the shelf, no matter what you're buying, it'll be the dumb version or the smart version. And the smart version will look better because it has three more features, whatever, like to the average person. And it'll probably be cheaper. Yeah. Because they can they're substituting make, it. Yeah, they can make money from it. It's literally just like, bleh, it's evil. Yeah. I don't need Alexa in my microwave. Exactly. <laughs> Alexa, make but my I'm microwave But I'm also longer. wondering, like, okay, so everyone is collecting a fuck ton of data, right? Mm -hmm. That data also has to be stored somewhere. And used somehow. Like, it's it's just, like, put somewhere. Yeah. And cool. It, it, the environmental implications itself are really, like, weird. Exactly. Why, like, are we actually collecting data for the fuck of it, or...? Well, a lot of the time, like, I think a lot of the time Internet of Things stuff is made that way. It's like, yeah. you put the internet in it, then you're like, so what does it do? We don't know what, <laughs> we don't know what we can, we're going to do with this data, but, but we're, we're going to do it. something. It with might it. be useful. And yeah. I actually, a while ago, wrote a piece about, um, for uh, Increment Magazine for Stripe, about the energy impact of your phone beyond just the phone itself. It's fascinating. Like, your phone is like, one uh, light bulb running all year or something. Like, it's just nothing. But then if you add up how much electricity it uses alone just from the, like, you doing whatever the fuck on your phone every day, it's like 100 cars driving around. Like, I, I can't remember the exact comparison, but it's just, like, disgusting how much power goes into one person's phone usage. And then we don't even think about the implications of what it costs to get the phone made 
or ship. Oh yeah, that's or, a good point. Uh, get rid of after you've done with it. Yeah. I don't know. I think I so the reviews. Such a drag. <laughs> I know, but the reviews for the iPhone um, 10R, XR, XR, X, XR, XS uh, came out this week, and actually the best one. I really struggle with these reviews as well every year because I'm like, the best phone is the one you probably have. Yeah. Um, but the best review I saw was the BuzzFeed one, where they spend the whole time telling you how good it is, and then the final paragraph they have this whole big section about like which iPhone to buy. They do that first. And then after that, she's just talking about, like, maybe you should just make your current one last as long as possible and only buy one when you absolutely need it. And I was like, yes! Like, yes, you're right. Like, you don't need to buy a phone. Says the guy with the new Pixel I I know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying not to. Um, but it's, it is a, it's something I've started thinking about, at least. And I think you're right to say, like, yeah, there's a data center somewhere with a bunch of hard drives storing temperature data for millions of houses around the world. Like the most pointless. So you can but like sell wipes at a discount. Oh. Fuck that shit. Like <laughs> so sad. how? Like yeah. Anyway. I think this is look. I want to end on this point, but um. Yep. I think it's a symptom of tech topping out more than anything. It's like, uh, we're currently in a space where we don't know what the next platform will be. Yeah. Because it's always been like the computer to the smartphone to the tablet. This time we don't have it. And I think that we're seeing weird, like, what about this home thing? What about that? Like, it's just like, oh, what? it's a battle for your home. Actually, nobody needs any of this shit. Anyway, okay, good talk. Um, <laughs> shall we talk about uh, some more stuff? Mm. <laughs> On that topic, consumerism. Um, no, I don't know. No, so there's an iPad event next week. Oh, yeah, of course. Fuck. I completely forgot yeah, about it. There's an iPad event. And a Mac. Well, it's like iPad and Mac. And yeah. by the way, the invites for this were amazing. I know. They did like 300 hand-drawn illustrations on the iPad. Dude, I'm so fucking confused. Yeah. By how Apple commissions illustrators. Yeah. So if you look at the invitations. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, maybe you you won't recognize a lot of them. But like as an illustrator myself, I recognize styles from friends and people that I know. Interesting. And also I know people one that person I've been who following. Um, <laughs> and... Um, but no one is allowed to say anything so about the, it. the person I know who made one literally couldn't say he made one for them. Exactly. He's not even allowed to mention their name. Exactly. So, but the thing is, uh, we all know that they did it because we also know that Apple commissions actual artists usually to do stuff. Um, and their styles are so, so, so recognizable. Um, which is why they get the commission to begin with. Anyway, it's really funny. I know a bunch of people who did, did a bunch. And it's, it's so interesting to, to get great. like a, a peek into how Apple deals with like uh, getting artists. Yeah. I do really wonder. It's what... a shame they won't let them say that yeah. it's by them. It's but a shame. I, I, I wonder what the strategy behind that is. But there must be something behind it. I mean, it's it's very it's very Apple. I mean, I get this actually. And this is a total distraction, but it's. For them, it's more like, please don't use our brand as like a, like a way to advertise that you are endorsed by us. Yeah, okay. That's complicated. Like as a freelancer, I have this all the time. I often put it in my contracts that I can do that. Um, but it's, yeah, I get it. It's a challenge for a big company like Apple because it looks like, yes, I endorse this person. Yeah, but Turns they do that all the time though. Yeah, of course, of course. But it's still, Apple, I, I imagine like a, if I was running a company... A lot of these companies don't enforce that very well. And I think I'd be pretty strict about like, you need to ask us before you can list us on your website or something. Like I get that. They must struggle with that. 
Anyway, but it I don't still know, sucks because it's know. like, here, look at all the in- individualism by nobody. Yeah, <laughs> by Apple. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so. No, but like, I, I, I didn't really. Um, for some reason, I'm not really looking forward to the Apple event. Maybe because okay. I'm just so happy with my iPad anyway. Yeah, but imagine if it was better. So I, oh, I it's t- probably gonna oh, okay. be better. It's just I don't want to actually because we spent a lot of time talking about Apple events and it's been like weird hardware season, but. Um, Let's talk about what we think is going to happen. And then I want to yep. hear from you if it would convince you or not to consider buying one. Um, okay, so it's also the first big refresh of the iPad Pro. That's like the big focus. Yeah. Um, so the rumor is USB-C. Yeah, because the campaign with the apples that no one drew, drew were yes. basically hints at... Yes, it's, it's definitely the about the iPad yeah. Pro. Okay, so uh, it's... USB-C on the iPad, biggest biggest screen but in the same body, so it's like, you know, how the iPhone 10 like, pushed it to the edge. That's the thing for that. Yeah, no Face, home button. Yeah, no home button. Face ID. Um, yeah. Um, I'm not I don't sure how home... I feel about gestures on such a big surface, but... Honestly, I don't I don't really like the home button on, on the iPad. Yeah, it also, yeah, it's also in the way sometimes. I usually use my iPad in landscape. Oh, yeah, there you go. So it's probably better without it. Right. Um, so Face ID, uh, and then... Um, a new Apple Pencil. We talked about this pencil thing at length last week. Um, and I just want to set, point out, by the way, that when Zach and I were recording last week, I was like, ha ha, I bet the invites will go out today now that I've said that they won't. They did. They went out that day. I was yeah. right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Woohoo. So I guess, like, what would what would be interesting for you to upgrade? Like, the iPad, like, you have no reason to really upgrade, right? Like, that will work for another two years or something. Yeah. What would be... Okay, I've got one question for you. If this... I forgot one specific thing before you answer. One of the big rumors with the USB-C thing, and Zach and I also mentioned this last week, is you if you plug in an external screen with it, yeah. and it might change, like... Yeah, that would be a game changer for me. If I could use it instead of my Mac. Yeah. For real, for real. Which, if I'm honest, I think that's actually realistic. If you look at yeah. the new Mojave update, I haven't updated yet because I'm a freak like that. By the way, I don't know any... Uh, Femke's laptop is not updated. The Mac Mini under my desk is not updated. I anyway, don't know anybody who's updated. What I know about it is that it is uh, more of a hint towards uh, iOS and yeah. uh, Mac being one uh, opera- operating system. Or at least they're getting closer to each other. They're growing. Well, they're iOS getting friends. Yeah. So, and there is new things in it that yeah. I r- recognize from the iPad. So, like, that's a thing. And they have been working on this Sparrow project mm. for a while. So... Yeah. It is possible that they're working on something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I and everyone has been kind of secretly hoping that... So, you know what? It reminds me of the iPod, yeah. you know? Yeah. The iPod Touch was everyone's favorite iPhone. Yeah, I, yeah, it was. It was fantastic. The only thing is you couldn't call with it. Like, yeah. if they would, like, have... Sell the, me the, uh, the way to do it or something. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, so, I think for a lot of people, the iPad Pro has been secretly their new favorite iMac or yeah, their ag- new favorite like laptop. I agree. So if but you just couldn't use it in the way that you wanted to yet. Exactly. So yeah. if the new iPad would be a way to ditch my Mac, yeah. I will 100% buy it. Yeah, I I I wondered if uh we'll see during the event. I think that they will start making hints towards it. I don't think the software is ready yet. So I would I would definitely pay 2000 dollars if i could replace two 
uh, computers. You're literally describing how like I switched to the Surface now. Like it was for the same reason. I didn't want both things, and yeah. I but think, I need both things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think this is the way that they have to be able to do. So it. the things that I don't like about my iPad right now is that for one, it always seems to be, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, it always seems to be the batteries always oh, yeah. depleted, right? <laughs> that doesn't have fast charging either. Like it's got sort of fast charging. Well, yeah, I have the like other adopter. The yeah. thing is, what ha- what happens is like it kind of falls between two categories. So mm-hmm. I'm not always charging it like I am my iPhone. Yeah. Um, and it's not always on the charger at my desk like my but Mac. You can't deliver enough juice to it because it doesn't have USB C. If you had the new Mac at least, and you plugged it in with USB C, you can fill it in an hour. Yeah. But you can't, so you have to have like the specific charger for it with the right voltage. Yeah, so like... I always have to remember blah blah blah. Ugh. Um, and it doesn't really have a nice way to work on it behind a desk. So yeah. I have, I have this this sort of um stand for it, which made it, makes it more into a drawing thing, which mm. is really nice for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like okay, so say the battery of my iPad is full, mm-hmm. always, always, always my pencil is empty. Uh. <laughs> That thing is always empty, and yeah. there's no f- nice way to charge it. Got it. So I wish that in the new iPad, maybe it's ask- asking too much from Apple, but like, listen, next week. Tim Cook, if you're listening. So you know how you can magnet your pencil to mm. the body of your... Yeah, yep. I wish it could charge like that, too. Okay, so you mentioned this theory to me just before, and I think you just answered the missing piece for me. That's not impossible. If the iPad can wirelessly charge, it yeah. should anyway. There's no reason it can't reverse wirelessly charge My pencil. pencil. Yes. Um, and induction charging is a thing. And it also would explain why they need a new pencil. Yeah. And how they solve the awkward pen thing. Yeah. Because it can be just together in my backpack and the mm. pencil will be always charged. Yeah. How good would that be? Yeah. That I feel so magical that you kind of forget that there is batteries in there mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Which is what, what is really nice about the Wacom stuff because yeah. they don't have batteries in the pen at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. Same so with the Surface works. one. Uh, well, actually, funnily, I'm pretty sure there's a triple A in there. I don't know because the battery life is three years. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, literally somebody was like, when your battery goes flat, you can open it. And I was like, what? what? Yeah. But the thing is, the fact that it has a battery and mm. that it, you have to charge it, yeah. it does make it really good. Yeah. Which course. is, I think, the difference, and which is why you they cannot do, do it, it without pa- uh, active power. It's exactly. Interesting. That would actually be pretty cool. Okay. Well, we'll see. I guess, like I've, I've mentioned previously many times, I think it will happen. I think it would make sense that if you plug it into a screen, it changes slightly so you can use it slightly better for a screen. Like, I think there's a lot of reasons that they would do this. Yeah. I think the software will be kind of like not ready. It'll be kind of like plug it into a screen and it's an enormous iPad now, but also that's a good start. Yeah. Like, so. Yo, I would be happy if they like, mm. like it could be my primary device. Cause that's how, so today I use my surface at the office. It has a dock. Yeah. Uh, like a little magnetic, ironically MagSafe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, actually use it like a Wacom so I duplicate the two screens and then I use because you can see where the cursor is uh, with your pen so I use it like I'm using a Wacom and just interact directly on top of the screen and it makes sense to me that you yeah. could do it like that with the iPad yeah okay interesting um, well we'll find out next week there's also supposed to be a new Mac Mini which I will absolutely buy we're using we use a Mac Mini to record this and yeah. it's so old and shit yeah, yeah. Uh, like I replaced the hard drive in it and it is okay, but it's terrible. Apparently, also new iPad Mini is coming out. 
the most disappointing device. But yes, it, it's like their like school device, right? Like that's yeah, and everyone ha- has had one at some point in their lives. I yeah. Um, okay, so one one last topic before we uh, wrap up here, but I just like had this realization this week that like this is so loaded. <laughs> I had this realization that virtual reality is dead. Oh yeah. Um, and like this is a really loaded thing to say. And I'll tell you why this this was triggered in my mind. The two reasons, two things. I was going through all my shit in my house, and I f- remembered that I bought a virtual reality helmet thing. I have it. It's like in there gathering dust. I've sold it now. I'll have you know. Um, but then I saw this Facebook story two days later that basically said, um, "Wait, leaving. Facebook story." Oculus is owned by Facebook. Oh, oh, okay. The big VR no, I'm jo- I'm joking because oh. I'm like you. You oh, were no, like yeah, you left Facebook, right? It was right? on the Wall Street <laughs> Journal. No, so there's a um, article about Facebook, and the, this guy, one of the founders of Oculus, is leaving Facebook, like every other executive right now. Um, apparently, because this second VR headset, yeah, is for the PC, is abandoned. Yeah. So they're not going to release, it, in theory, another one anytime soon. Um, and I just wanted to talk about like. It felt like it was really a thing, like early last year. Like everybody's wanting to try it. I bought it because I was like, everybody, like it's so, it was cool. Like you tried it and it was genuinely like, holy shit. Yeah. And did you hear anything since then? <laughs> no. And it's also kind of gimmicky. I, I mean, everyone's like, yeah, but we could use it for exposure therapy or blah, blah, blah. Or on and a it plane. Could be great, great, yeah. Which is a different thing, I think, actually, because yeah, mobile a- VR is a different thing. Yeah. Home desktop VR, I think, is limited at best thing is um it's gonna die together with computers yeah exactly look at this big box i have over here so it's yeah. absolute unit yeah that, that reminds me of the computer i used to have when i was Mad a kid lad. this is so powerful like it's so funny the difference though because like this the fans don't go when i open chrome <laughs> <laughs> maybe no. that's a chrome problem no yeah it is definitely a chrome problem but it is interesting i wrote again another thing a long time ago about how like we're, because we're pushing towards smaller stuff, we forgot what like raw power is like. And I use this thing. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Things actually load. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I think it is. Most people don't have desktops. Most people aren't going to buy a desktop. There no. are laptops that do VR and that matters. And I think that will continue to matter. But, but to, to be honest, computers, laptops, they're all tech. Yeah. Well, somebody, I think you're more likely, and I think this is right on Facebook's part. They're working on an all-in-one device. Yeah. You don't even need the phone. Like you just, it's charges on its own. Because the biggest problem originally was you had the mobile one and you put your phone in it. And I'm like, yo, now my phone's dead. Yeah. Cool. Also, <laughs> what if someone calls you and your friend is you? It's strapped weird. to your face. I also don't want to share my device with my family. Oh, what, yeah. Like, fuck off. Yeah, totally. And no, so it's just like funny because it never got past the like, it was like cool tech demos and then nothing. It's, it's a weird time to be alive. Like, yep. we can do these things, and instead people are like, I don't want to use a desktop. It's kind of funny yeah. in my mind. Um, yeah, but, like, it's a huge hassle to have a, a like a desktop computer, and, and we don't really have a need for it anymore. Who's going to buy, like, a very powerful desktop computer programmers. for... Programmers. That's for it. VR, yeah. Yeah. And, like, you might do it for gaming. Gaming is actually, I will say, still a surprisingly huge segment. Yeah, like, but in a way, it's also niche. Like, 
Well, that's going to be the 500 million people that do that or whatever, and yeah. that's it. That's the cap of the market. The, the, you'll get 500 million or whatever installs But the gamer people are never going to use it for exposure therapy. They're never no. going to use it for, like, browsing the internet because yep. that doesn't make sense. But also you'll do it in an AR environment. I think all of those activities are more relevant for glasses or HoloLens or whatever. Like, you glue it on the wall and you're, like, in your space. Nobody wants... The only thing, actually, that I really like VR for is solving the long distance problem yeah the most compelling things i've ever seen in there are like the most banal shit like watching a movie together in a virtual movie theater yeah through vr with your friends in new zealand is fucking insanely impressive yeah because you can hang out and you're on voice and you're seeing the movie at the same time that's fucking mind-blowing and then you're like fuck i hate it watching movies with that friend because he's always talking also you can't pause your friends like if you want to like go to the toilet or like whatever in the movies, you then can. Then they also have on to this, Well, you're going to bring it with you. The funniest thing in that whole Ew, environment... you can be shitting yeah, next to be, your friends. Be happening. Ew! Um, <laughs> but um, in that environment, the funniest thing is uh, <laughs> if you take the helmet off and those things, it's so funny how what happens to your virtual character is it's like, like all jerky and like your head goes backwards because you've taken it off and put it on the table. It's so funny. Anyway, um, I no, I just wanted to bring it up because like Facebook did this. We'll like, see. We'll see what happens with the VR. I think I think I think we're gonna be talking multiple episodes. About I don't this. <laughs> think it's gonna go away forever. I think it will come back in a different form, something small that you take with. Like I take a Kindle with me. There's no reason I couldn't take a small glasses. Honestly, I I, I just think the tech's not there yet. Yeah, exactly. We need new batteries. We need new devices. We need new ways of interacting Wireless with power. it. Um, like people have been like making this basically vapor software where they're like. It's a UI, but for VR, and oh then it's, God. like, not. Like, it's, I like, mean, the worst 3D shit you've ever seen, too. And we need a fuck ton of time for that to mature, and we we're not even, there yet. So that's So a lot of people will be working on it. I don't think it's dead. I think a lot of people will be working on it, rethinking it. Yeah. Uh, we've had, like, a test drive with it, similarly to what happened to Google Glass. It was mm. kind of like, oh, we, oh, see, world, this is oh, possible. I have a pivot. Let's pivot this right now. <laughs> There's a company that just came out of stealth with a fuck ton of money yesterday. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. It's Google Glass, but finished. Okay. Uh, basically, it's a pair of glasses like mine, like a dark pair, and it is built into it. There's no camera in this, first of all. Nailed it. Um, I yeah. feel like anytime there's like no camera in a device, you're like, check. <laughs> um, it's literally Google Glass, but it's projected onto the lens instead. Yeah. And only you can see it. The external, It's one way thing and this exists in a normal pair of glasses right now holy shit yeah see so we need we need like i think there's there's a uh what's it called a cycle there yeah you first have to dream then someone has to be like hello everyone this is tomorrow yeah. and then everyone's like what and then everyone's oh, like talking about it and then we can like write some papers about yeah. it and people can actually literally... actually think about it and then they're like hmm a camera in there Maybe if I well, it comes full circle idea. to your point about the iPod. I think as soon as the iPod came out, people were like, "Put a phone in it." I remember yeah. this went on for like ten years. Like Apple's going to make a phone. Apple's going to make a phone. No shit, they're going to make yeah. a phone. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. Um. But and at some point they had like the iPod Touch was before the iPhone. I think it was a test drive. Yeah, and it was like, oh, look at this crazy like paradigm we have, and like, oh no, it was post iPhone actually, but it was like early. It was very early. Yeah. And they we couldn't get the iPhone. Yeah. Then. In, yeah, in, yeah. in Europe. Yeah, only the US could get it, but you could get yeah. a taste of it on this thing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, you're right, like, you could get stuff that was kind of like the shitty version of the iPhone before it came out, 
because yeah. people were like, what if we put a screen and a touch and a whatever? And then it went backwards to the iPhone, which you couldn't even download anything on. People thought it was crazy. But this is how ideas work in general, right? Like yeah. someone has to dream it, say it, and then everyone has to say, wow, you're an idiot. And then people are going to think about it. And then they're like, wow, this idea is so outrageous. And then I love at it. some point you get used to it and you're like, wow, that's it's totally possible. Like we've seen it before. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What if we did just one feature from this? There you go. Yeah. So it's an interesting cycle. I think for VR, we're now in the silent cycle. Uh, we're There's not going to. There's people still doing it. Yeah. There is a lot of people that will be working on it behind curtains, but we won't be like living in VR in the next ten years. Yeah. Um, maybe behind, like maybe after ten years, they're like, you know, it's great, but like the idea of wearing a huge ski mask is kind of <laughs> terrible, and then we will laugh at it, and then we will have a new version of it that's better. Like I think the glasses thing is the best shot at this right now. Yeah. For or that we just throw it away and decide we found something else that's better or we decide we don't need it because whatever yeah <laughs> like the whole world is burning down anyway um, i think we're there yeah we're there because it's almost one hour so we're gonna just like wrap it up right here wow um i like that it came full circle by accident like yeah. this was not planned i was like oh the vr thing wait um so if you <laughs> enjoyed this we have a community you can hang out with us in yay we'd love to see you there it's actually been really fun lately some more people have been joining um the link is always in the show notes uh, it's it's like a measure just so this is not, not at the top of the website because every random will sign up. So if you're listening and you want to find it, go yep. to the latest show notes. There's a button that says join the community. You're welcome to be there. Um, you can give us feedback on hello at chargepodcast.com. Yep. As to all of us, we still didn't get any emails. I'm sad about that. But please do email us if you have a thought or like something you want us to talk about or whatever. Um, or not or talk a question. about question. Maybe yeah. we can like answer. Yeah. Oh, we should do listeners that. questions. Actually, yeah. If you have a question, you can put it in the community too, like in the podcast yep. channel. I'd love that. Otherwise, please review us if you have time. We'd appreciate it. Just write anything. It doesn't matter. But like anything is useful because iTunes is picky about these things. So. Oh, we should like. I'm looking forward to the next one because yeah. we'll be able to talk about the Apple event. Oh my god, it'll be great, ranty. Yes. I can't wait. No, I'm really looking forward to We're it. We're gonna fight. I can't wait. I mean, look, you know that I'm a big believer in tablets and computers being one thing. So I know, but um, we still fight. I know it's great. So other than that, um, chargepodcast.com is where you can find the show notes. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye, Biscus. Bye. <laughs>to imagine zach listening to this later yeah. uh, <laughs> hello say, zach i could say anything we should do How asmr for him one day zach grosser are you there <laughs> does this make you feel something